known by the message of an angel, may, by his passion and cross, be brought to the glory of his resurrection, through the same Christ our Lord. Amen. Thanks for listening to KATH 910 AM, Frisco, Dallas, Fort Worth on the Guadalupe Radio Network. Catholic radio for your soul in North Texas. Heard also on grnonline.com and on your smartphone. Live from the KATH 910 AM studios in Las Colinas and broadcasting across North Texas on the Guadalupe Radio Network. This is The Good News Show. All right, good afternoon and welcome to The Good News Show here on a very, very busy Monday afternoon, September 28th. Dave Palmer, Cecil Anderson here with you. And uh, boy, uh, I don't have to get into all of it, but uh, this is kind of a crazy day. It is. We had our live broadcast from the golf tournament earlier this morning. I know, and we're back. And back, (laughs) yes. Big day of broadcasting. How are you doing? Good to see you. I'm doing well. I'm doing well. Yeah. All right. So on the program today, uh, I'm really excited to talk to Becky Vesosky because, you know, Becky is the executive director of the Catholic Pro-Life community. Several reasons I'm excited, and one of which is that uh, Becky, in addition to being the executive director of the CPLC, is also an attorney. In fact, she practiced. She worked at a law firm before she started with uh, the CPLC. And I'm very excited to get her take on the nomination by President Trump uh, on Saturday of Amy Coney Barrett uh, for the Supreme Court of the United States. Do you follow that kind of stuff closely? Are you a news hound? Do you watch I'm not it? the news hound that you are, Dave. I yeah. do try to keep tabs on it, mostly because I work here and yeah. we talk about it frequently, so I try to. Admittedly, I can space out a little bit and get into my own world <laughs> and not pay attention to what's going on that are very important things, but yeah. I was following this one and wow, that was crazy. It's like It's been a week and a half mm-hmm. or so, yeah. and it's Wow. Well, we talked at our show Friday mm-hmm. morning, and I was kind of of the opinion that even though I know that Amy Coney Barrett has been on the president's shortlist for a long time, right. and he really wanted to nominate her, I thought for political reasons he would have picked the Barbara Lagoa, Lagoa from mm-hmm. Florida, yeah, just, you know, because so. it's all politics, and right. there's, there's a lot of politics at the right. end. He wants to win the state and all that. So I was a little surprised, but uh, delightfully so. I think either one of them would have been a good pick. Oh, they're, both, they're both Catholics. and. Uh, so, uh, Becky will join us in a few minutes. The other reason that I'm excited about Becky being on is that we're going into Respect Life Month, we October. Are. We got 40 Days for Life going on. Uh, there's a Respect Life Mass on October 17th. And one of the, the events that I don't, I don't normally attend, but the very fact that it's around the corner makes me realize that this is, you know, the 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 season of holidays. Yes. It's the Christ, the Christ Child Christmas gift oh market. Oh my gosh, is that already happening? That's it's oh happening. Oh my goodness yeah. gracious! It's on their website. Don't do that to me, Dave. I'm going to start thinking that I need to start getting Christmas gifts. And yeah, things. doesn't the weather when it changes start yes. making you think about that? It does. It was so funny because yesterday it got hot again. Yeah, and you're like, oh man, we were going into fall, and then right. suddenly today it's perfect fall weather. I got in my car this morning at 4:30 to come to work. And I stepped outside and I thought it was like February. It was very, very cold I this know. morning at 4.30. Um, and so anyways, Becky will join us. And I also want to uh, let you know that Bill Kula, who works with the Catholic Foundation and also is very involved in the North Texas Catholic Brothers for Christ, is going to join us at about 20 minutes before the hour 
the Catholic Brothers for Christ uh, do a lot. Mm. Saturday, they had their Experitus Fall Conference, which turned out to only be a virtual event. And I had signed up for it, but I also went on a camp out oh, with the troops of St. George well, and uh, my, my little buddy, Patrick, my son. And so I, I was in my tent and I, and I, and I logged in <laughs> and I got to hear some were, of, I was actually in my tent at the camp out. You had Wi-Fi in your oh, tent? Oh, yeah, yeah. That's it was crazy. in Rome, Texas, R-H-O-M-E. That's um, cool. And got to hear a little bit of uh, Father Flynn's talk, but not a lot of it. So Bill could get us caught up on that and... All right. So, anyways, if you want to be a part of this show, we'd love to hear from you. I also want to let you know that I have incentive for people to call in during the show today because there's an event this Thursday night. It's called the Mid-Cities Pregnancy Center, mm-hmm. and I think it's over in, like, the Eulis area, kind of close to where I live. And they have an event this Thursday night with Abby Johnson. Yes. Okay. The event sold out. They're probably social distancing and all that. So they, um, but, but they did sell out, but they're letting us give away a few of the streams. Ooh, that's exciting. All right. And so Abby Johnson will be in town. She'll be at the event. I don't have live in person tickets, but I do have stream access for like, they're like $45 and they're letting us give a few away. That's and exciting. So what do you think? Anybody that calls in and comments or, is on during the show? Yeah, I think so. I think you yeah. got to come on the air. Yeah, come say- on the air. Okay. All right. Well, that's what you do. Uh, phone number 877-757-9424. I got three of them to give away. So if you're one of the first three people to call in, just comment. You know, we're going to be talking about marketing. Uh, we're really trying to get the word out, trying to increase yes. listenership, increase participation so that parishes and apostolates and Catholic schools will you know, see us as a resource and we Absolutely. want to be able to let you know everything that's going on. So, yeah. And of course, October 1st begins our big stick up stick for, up 9, for 10 9, 10 a.m. Yeah. You want to talk about that? Yes, definitely. So this is something that Dave came up with a few years ago to commemorate our anniversary of going on the air. Uh, and Dave, this is really terrible, but is it 13 years or 14 years? Uh, 2006. So there'd be 14 years. 14 years. Yeah. Okay. I was, should have just stuck with that. Uh, 14 years of going on the air. So we have this campaign where we try to get 1,400 brand new um, 9, 10 a.m. bumper stickers on the backs of cars um, to kind of continue spreading the good news of Catholic Radio. So uh, basically, if you want it, you can email Dave and want to join in and get some bumper stickers on your car if you need a new bumper sticker. Yeah. And, you know, the one thing we realized, we started this a few years ago, and we realized that it's really, it's kind of cool to say, hey, 14 bumper, 1400 bumper stickers between now and December 31st, but it's also pretty much impossible to keep track of it. So what we do is that if you, if you email me or contact me and say, you know what, give me, give me 10 bumper stickers and I promise you I'll get them on cars across the Metroplex. Okay. We'll count that as 10. We're not going to be able to check or we're not going to be able to run around and, you know, make sure you did it. But, if if you want some bumper stickers beginning, you know, we can do it now, but it officially begins October 1st. Stick up for 9, 10 a.m. because bumper stickers are a really effective way of telling people about Catholic radio. We used to have a, a, a lady, I love the story uh, of uh, our... Oh, uh, Natalie? Yeah, Natalie, yes. who's... Let's see if I get this right. She was not Catholic. Her fiancé was. Mm-hmm. Her fiancé's grandmother saw a bumper sticker and said to Jared, her fiancé, hey, why don't you listen to Catholic radio? He starts listening, and then he gets Natalie to start listening, and then 
they Natalie converts, mm-hmm. and now they've got this beautiful little Catholic family with yes. at least one baby, one just, baby, one, one baby, baby, and yeah. one dog. <laughs> one baby and one dog. Yes, okay, definitely. All right. So, um, anyways, uh, we're going to be getting Becky on the phone in just a minute. We do have a call eight seven 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 five seven nine four two four. And again, if you'd like to get stream access to see Abby Johnson. This Thursday night, October 1st, on our anniversary, mm-hmm. okay, just a coincidence there, uh, call up and be on the show, and we'll get you uh, stream and access. And Lisa, who's on the phone calling from Plano, wanted to talk, uh, mention to talk about why she really wanted to get that stream. Oh, okay. Anyways. All right. Lisa, you are on the air with us. Thank you for calling in. What's your story? Thank you. I'm so excited to be able to support um, the Pregnancy Center oh. and see Abby Johnson. Yeah, and why is that? Because I love babies and I'm so alive. That's a great answer. Yeah, you know, uh, Abby, excited. did you see Abby uh, speak at the Republican convention? I mean, yes, not, I, I mean, not see her like live, but yeah, did you see her on? Right. Uh, yeah, wasn't that a great talk? It was wonderful. She did a great, fantastic talk. Mm-hmm. I love her. Yeah, so, she's very bold. More pro-life. Yeah, awesome. <laughs> yeah. Well, okay. Well, well. Thanks so much, and uh, Lisa, I appreciate uh, you calling in. And I've now got two more yes. stream accesses. It's the Mid Cities Pregnancy Center. You can stay at home, um, and we're not going to mail you a pizza. Okay, this time. Remember, okay. with our summer oh, speaker man. series event, uh, we're getting everybody pizzas, <laughs> but uh, you will get to see the yes. event. And uh, Lisa, I'm going to put you on hold, and Cecil will get your email address, and I'll I'll email you later today and put you in touch with the folks there at the pregnancy center. Okay. Uh, thanks so much, Lisa, and uh, and Cecil. At the same time, we'll be getting Becky on <laughs> the line. In the meantime, let me just uh, remind you: the Mid Cities Pregnancy Center is uh, doing an event this Thursday evening, October first, and uh, if you would like to have access to the stream, well, call up between now and 1 o'clock. and be one of the next two people to call in and uh, just comment or maybe ask Becky or Bill a question or talk about anything that's on your mind. And uh, we're happy to connect you. And you'll get to hear that talk and be part of their event on Thursday night with the Mid-Cities Pregnancy Center. All right, 877 757 Nine four two four. The other thing that we talked about was the Stick Up for Nine Ten campaign, which officially begins on October first, which is our anniversary. And we're trying to get bumper stickers out in cars so that you can stick up for nine ten a.m. Put a sticker on your car, uh, let people know about Catholic Radio, and uh, we're also doing a a big marketing blitz, and you know, just doing everything we can to let people know about Catholic Radio so that. We can, you know, fulfill our mission even better with more people listening, more people supporting, and more people hearing about the good things that are going on across North Texas. All right, it's 10 minutes after the hour now, and let me, um, let me make sure she is, oops, okay, uh, let me make, get Becky Vasoski on the line with us. Uh, she's executive director of the Catholic Pro-Life Community. Hi, Becky. Good afternoon. Hi. How you Thanks doing? Thanks for having me. Good, good. Yeah, what great timing because there's so much happening right now in the life arena and we're heading into Respect Life Month and uh, I've got a whole list of things to talk to you about. Uh, do you want to talk about uh, Amy Coney Barrett first and then we'll talk about CPLC specifically? Would that be okay? Sure, yeah. No, we are um, we are thrilled with the news that Judge Barrett has been selected as the nominee uh, by the president to uh, fill 
the new vacancy on the U.S. Supreme Court. Of course, we've all carried, um, you know, Justice Ginsburg in our in our prayers for the repose of her soul after her passing, um, and certainly kind of made us focus in on what the future of the court looks like. Um, uh, you know, it's definitely right at that turning point where. We have uh, this current layout of the court, um, we had hoped, was already leaning towards the protection of life, um, although we haven't quite seen the fruits of that that we'd hope. And so the possibility of having Judge Barrett added to the court would be a tremendous, we think, step in the right direction. Yeah, and she's such a, a, a neat woman, very accomplished, of course, from a legal, you know, in her legal profession. But if you saw that video of her family coming out of the house and getting into the car and, you know, she's got the seven kids and uh, the, the, the Down syndrome son and the, the two adopted children from Haiti. And it's, it was just a, it's just a beautiful scene to see that big family, you know, getting in the, the car and flying out to DC for that announcement. Were you able to see that? Yeah, no, I've, I've seen, yeah, I've seen some of the coverage. I think she is such an amazing, um, just testimony to the beauty of family and just her own personal kind of that combination of showing that, you know, a woman can have this really incredible, um, you know, excellence in her professional area, but yet her core has always been her faith and her family. Yeah. And Becky, I know you are an attorney by trade and you worked uh, in law before taking on your position at CPLC. And I'm sure that plays a part of, you know, at least the expertise that you have in law helps you in your current position. Um, The process right now, I know a lot of people don't think that Trump should have nominated somebody, but of course he has the right to do that legally in his position. What 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 can we expect in the coming weeks? We're heading into an election here um, mm-hmm, in less than two mm-hmm. months. Do you do you personally think that there's enough time to get this the the, the hearings and the Senate to vote or, or what what do you what do you expect to happen? Well, I think if the process worked the way it was intended, there would absolutely be enough time. Um, I mean, there's certainly no questions about Justice Barrett's qualifications. The fact that she was already confirmed to sit on the bench um, of a lower federal court, I mean, that alone of itself says, okay, the Senate has already said you are qualified to sit as a federal judge. And that should speak, um, of course, to her qualifications to be a U.S. Supreme Court justice. So you have to kind of take a note of skepticism of any objections that would come about now from senators who supported her uh, becoming a, a federal judge in the first place because she ha- already had to go through this process. And, th- and any you know objections at this point really speak to more about partisan politics which should not speak to her qualifications to sitting on the, on the bench. I mean, her qualifications on the bench should be, you know, her legal training, her legal acumen, and her willingness to apply the Constitution as written. And there's absolutely no indication that she's anything less than stellar in those areas. But that doesn't mean politics won't get in the way, and there won't be attempts to delay the process in hopes of, you know, running out the clock until the um, until the next election. But, you know, President Trump is certainly within his rights within the Constitution to nominate to fulfill the, this position on the court. It's one of the reasons why who we elect to president is so critically important. Yes, and this will be the third um, justice that Trump has nominated, and if she gets on the bench, a, a third of the, the Supreme Court will be, you know, Trump-nominated uh, justices. 
a, a lot of people, I, I, you know, if you're pro-abortion, they're terrified of the, the, the future of Roe v. Wade. And if you're pro-life like we are, then you're optimistic and delighted at the prospect of Roe v. Wade being overturned one day. But tell us, what would that mean? Because a lot of people have falsely said that means that abortion's illegal across the country. It, wouldn't it be more so to say it now it, it would then get thrown back to the states? And, and what would that mean? Yes, ultimately, I mean, there is no silver bullet at the U.S. Supreme Court level. Even at the U.S. Supreme Court today said Roe v. Wade is bad law, we're turning it over, um, it would go back to each of the states, and the states would be deciding their policies on whether abortion is illegal and at what point in a woman's pregnancy it's illegal or legal. Um, that's why there's been a lot of efforts on state levels to make it clear um, their position on abortion politics. I mean, for example, trigger bans. Um, that have been considered in multiple states that have said, okay, if at the moment the U.S. Supreme Court opens the door for states to act on this, then abortion would be immediately illegal in this state. Um, and it's gone the other way, where you've had uh, uh, states that have said, we're going to enshrine the right, the so-called right to abortion in our state constitution so that if the federal court, or excuse me, the federal U.S. Supreme Court decides otherwise, it's still protected here in our state. So it would still very much be a grassroots state-by-state battle. But if the U.S. Supreme Court took that first step of opening that door, it would be a tremendous victory. Of course, a lot of people suspect that it's not going to be a one-and-done, that suddenly there's going to be this magic case that's going to go up there and Roe's going to be taken down. Most people believe it's going to be an incremental, just kind of chipping away at the legacy of Roe, because unfortunately, we've got 40-plus years of of, you know, jurisprudence that have come since Roe that have really doubled down on this so-called right to abortion. I mean, we just lost a big U.S. Supreme Court case for a law that came out of Louisiana that simply said abortionists should have local admitting privileges to hospitals. Seems like a really common sense position. And we actually lost that case at the U.S. Supreme Court level, uh, really indicating why we need a sixth justice that respects the sanctity of life on the court to make sure that we can at least start down the road of more protections for mothers and their babies before we even can imagine the day when Roe is no more. Yes. Becky Vasoski joining me. She is the executive director of the Catholic Pro-Life Community. They're found online at ProLifeDallas.org. They've got a lot coming up uh, as, uh, as Pro-Life Month uh, begins. Respect Life Month, I should say, begins October 1st. Uh, a couple other things in the news I'd like to get your take on, Becky, and then we'll get to the more CPLC-specific related information. The executive order that President Trump signed last week, uh, Born Alive Act, I don't know the, mm-hmm. the exact name. Uh, yeah, I, I, I almost thought it was a, a real interesting uh, kind of uh, commentary on our country when a president has to sign an act saying you can't kill a baby who has been born alive. And, uh, you know, you would think that that would just be kind of like, yeah, well, of course you can't do that. But that's where we are as a country. Well, what, how, what is the significance of that? And any thoughts about what he signed last week? Well, I think you're exactly right. I mean, the fact that effectively we have to say to our entire country, by the way, infanticide is not okay in our country. Yeah. But that's the response when you have, uh, you know, uh, states like New York that is literally celebrating 
the liberalization of abortion laws allowing, you know, abortion up to the, the point of birth and then having debates about what happens if the child is born after a botched abortion. The fact that we're even having this discussion is frankly, you know, it, it is, it's just horrifying. Um, what is concerning though is that while that's wonderful that there's an executive order in place, that goes away the minute we have a different person in the office. Mm-hmm. You know, it's not like having a law passed by Congress. It's certainly not like having, you know, a case decided by a federal court. An executive order is as strong and last as long or is as durable as the current president in place who's willing to enforce it. Um, so, you know, with, with only a few months left of this presidency, I think this is yet one more reason that we got to make sure that we're headed out to the voting booth and we're making sure our voice is heard for the next four, next eight years. And, you know, but it also, and I, it puts the other side a bit against the ropes because it, it forces them to, A, either criticize the executive order and come out publicly in favor of infanticide and high-level, you know, Democrats. I haven't heard anybody do that, you know, in in regard to this executive order. Or, on the other side, defend it uh, or or say, yeah, I support it. And then you see a little bit of crack in the armor of the the staunch pro-abortion side where they just don't seem to want to give any ground. So I think from a political standpoint, it was pretty brilliant because... I don't know how the other side responds or if they're going to at all. Does, does that make sense? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, they're, they're always, yeah. yeah. Well, yeah. I mean, what's interesting to me is when things are happening at the legal level, you know, when when a, when a member of Congress is having to vote on something, you know, they're, they're very likely to vote against the so-called Born Alive Acts because, you know, their coffers are filled by organizations like NARAL and Planned Parenthood, and they don't want to disappoint those folks that are, that are helping fund their campaigns. But when it's really brought center stage and the American public is made aware of how extreme abortion politics it are, you don't hear a whole lot of people on either side saying, oh no, we, we should, we should make sure that abortion is allowed, you know, even even after the baby is born, basically, that an infanticide is, is allowed. And I think one of the perfect examples of that is, you know, one of the states that was considering uh, the whole issue of whether or not a child would be saved after botched abortion. When the, when the public hearing was put out on social media, where the woman who had supported that bill, had authored that bill, was asked point blank, okay, tell me what would happen after a botched abortion, and tell me at what point are you saying abortion should be legal, and she's basically saying up to the point that the child is being birthed, abortion is okay, and then that went viral, and just the, the visceral response from the American public saying that's totally unacceptable, I think that really sends out a message to politicians that says, okay, you may side with Planned Parenthood and NARAL and the privacy of your offices, and when you, you, know, you make your vote on the congressional floor, but you sure as heck aren't going to shout it from the rooftops when you're trying to get elected by the American public. Yes, uh, certainly. Uh, Becky Vasansky joining us. Uh, appreciate her time. 23 minutes after the hour now. And the phone number, if you have any questions about life or any of the uh, events or news from the CPLC, 877-757-9424. Becky, let's talk specifically about Respect Life Month. i got a few items that I'd like to ask you about. 
In fact, I was so delighted we were talking about the fact that the, the, the Christ Child Christmas gift market is now on your website. And the very fact that that's coming around means, wow, we're heading into the Christmas uh, season. Which I is know. Just, I, I saw that and I, I just was like, ah, oh, I, 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 I don't always attend it, but we always promote it. And I have been there before, but I just think it's such a cool thing that uh, that's right around the corner, which is great. Um, all right. So well, let, let's talk about 40 Days for Life first. You guys had your kickoff last, uh, what, a, a couple weeks ago. How is that going mm-hmm. so far? And what, mm-hmm. should, what should people know about 40 Days for Life? Well, um, yes, we had to kick off. It's still available. If people want to visit on ProLifeDallas.org slash 40 days, they can still see the video. We had a beautiful message um, from Father Jason and Father Wilmer, just a beautiful spiritual reflection, followed by David B. Wright, who, of course, is one of the founders of 40 Days for Life, and just the importance of, of keeping hope during this time and the power of prayer. I mean, we have so much to bring to prayer right now. I mean, of course, we have dealt with the, with sickness and with COVID for weeks, and, and, and then we have on, uh, well, months now, and then we have on top of that the election coming down, and then all of the normal challenges that we face when we see attacks on the sanctity of life and on family, just all of those things, just carrying them to prayer. I mean, really, that's the message of 40 Days, is carry it to prayer. Carry it to fasting, because the Lord is really the only one who can and who can bring us relief from some of these issues. And 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 when has it been more important for us all just to be in prayer right now? Um, Forty Days for Life is happening. It's a two. Well, we have multiple options this year to ensure that people can feel safe and still participate. Um, you can pray outside of either Southwestern Abortion Facility at Greenville and Royal in Dallas or at South uh, Planned Parenthood Abortion Facility in uh, on West Virginia. Of course, we encourage people when they go out that, you know, they wear masks, that they socially distance. And But if you are, um, if you don't feel comfortable going out to the prayer, uh, to the sidewalk, or if you are, you know, you have compromised health or you're pregnant, pray from home. Um, because, you know, God hears our prayers no matter where we're at. And so if you go on our, li- our website at prolifedallas.org slash 40 days, you'll see all those options of the ways you can sign up to pray on the sidewalk at home in front of the Holy Eucharist, all of those ways to offer up our prayers for the unborn, for the mothers in fear, for the fathers in fear, for the abortion workers. They all so critically need, it, need to be supported in our prayer. And as Abby Johnson has said, when there is a prayer presence, the amount of people going in for their appointments has been known to reduce as much as 75%. Wow. It has a tremendous impact when people are there and carrying forth people in prayer. And that goes all the way through November 1st, uh, which yeah. is uh, All Saints Day, which is uh, appropriate. So it began on September 23rd all the way through November 1st. Uh, and you mentioned the two different locations where people can stay home and pray if they want. Do they, do they need to let you know they're coming? Should they register? Uh, do you, are you need, is, it, is it an overnight thing? Can be, do you need men overnight hours? Or tell us about that. Well, not this year. Um, again, just to make things as easy as possible, out at Planned Parenthood, it's 6 a.m. to 6 p.m. At Southwestern, it's 7 a.m. to 7 p.m. We work on establishing the schedule with local authorities so that they're aware of our presence and we can keep it as safe as possible. Um, I also wanted to mention that we do have a, a, an online event that's going to be really interesting on October 16th 
Dr. Haywood Robinson, who is a former um, who is a former abortionist himself, went through a tremendous conversion. Is now on the staff of the National Forty Days for Life. Hmm. He is going to be presenting his personal story. Um, again, you can go on to ProLifeDallas.org um, uh, slash confessions um, or slash 40 days, and you'll find the information under events um, for an opportunity to watch this event on October 16th at 7 p.m. And it really brings home the power of prayer about someone who believed that abortion was the right decision, that he was helping women, and the journey he went on um, through his relationship with Jesus and how he came to have a complete uh, conversion on this issue. And I think it's so important to remember that, that you know, it can be so easy to demonize people who disagree with us, particularly on issues like abortion, um, but to know that so many of those people, the abortionists, the abortion workers, go into those industries thinking they're doing right. And the only person who can really knock on their hearts and make that change for them is Jesus Christ. And we can call down those moments through prayer. Yes. Uh, so that'll be October 16th, 7 p.m. That sounds like an amazing testimony that he'll be able to, to offer up. The very next day, you have the Respect Life Mass, right? October 17th? Yes, we actually, there. there's two different Respect Life Masses. On October 3rd, this weekend, we'll have the Respect Life Mass um, in uh, on, um, on Saturday at Nuestra Señora del Pilar at 5 p.m. Bishop Kelly will be celebrating it in Spanish. Um, it will have a special blessing for children in the womb, as well as for everyone who uh, is, uh, who ministers in Respect Life uh area, whether they are staff or volunteer, um, but it's just, it's really for the whole diocese to celebrate the sanctity of life from conception until natural death. It will be both at the church, Nuestra Señora del Pilar, and it will also be live streamed on our website, ProLifeDallas.org. Um, and then on October 17th, Bishop Burns will be celebrating the Respect Life Mass in English at Christ the King. So people, again, can go at 5.30 to Christ the King and, 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 and be at the Mass in person, or they can watch it by live stream. All right. And uh, you want to give a quick preview of the Christ Child Christmas gift market? Uh, where and when will that be? Uh, the Christ Child uh, market is going to actually be online this year. Um, we will be beginning on, it'll actually be a 10-day market um, on, beginning on November 17th all the way through uh, to um, November, um, to Thanksgiving, basically. Okay. Um, so November 17th through to the 26th, people will be able to go on to ProLifeDallas.org, and they'll be able to shop for everything from centerpieces for their home, for their dinner tables for the holidays, to having Christmas gifts, um, to having religious items. All of the unique things that are usually part of our market are going to be online and available, as well as an auction and a raffle. And for those who aren't familiar with this event, it's really an opportunity to open your heart to Advent because it raises money for ministries that serve moms and their children, in particular maternity homes. And of course, the whole goal, mission of a maternity home is to make sure that no mother ever hears there's no room in the end. And what better time than Advent to really celebrate that mission. And so all of the shopping during those 10 days is going to benefit the Catholic pro-life community as well as Materfilius and Bella House. Um, it'll go on for 10 days. 
Um, and people, like I said, they can either shop the market, shop the auction, or buy raffle tickets. It's at ProLifeDallas.org. All right. Uh, got one more question for you regarding an event next year, but is there anything else in October you want to talk about? Uh, not that that's not enough. I mean, <laughs> I think you got a lot, lot on your plate there, but is there anything we missed or anything else about October? Oh. No, I just want to uh, encourage people to support Respect Life Month however they can do so safely. I mean, if you feel called out to the sidewalk, you want to go to Mass, you know, you want to watch um, th- this really powerful presentation by former abortionist uh, Dr. Robinson, those are all open to you. But we want to make sure that you are just as safe, whether you're praying in your home or your church. You know, if you're if you're pregnant or you have any type of underlying conditions, you know, we want people to stay safe. So we provided opportunities where people can participate in all of these things from the safety of their homes. But of course, if you feel healthy, if you feel called, come out, you know, with social distancing and masks, we can all be a presence outside of that abortion facility. Our sidewalk counselors have been there every single day, even throughout the pandemic, to ensure that mothers in fear always have a source of hope right on that front line. Yes, uh, and then I, I, you know, I always get so excited every year about the Bishop's Pro-Life Dinner that you guys put in, put on typically in the spring. Uh, do you have any idea? Is that on? Is it off? Are you doing it? Do you have a date? Uh, any, any information about that for next year? Right now, it is on the calendar for March 20th. 2021 um, at the Renaissance Hotel. So God willing, come spring, we will be able to return to in-person events. Um, So yes, I hope people will mark their calendars. Similarly, in 2021, we have on the calendar the Rome Memorial Mass on January 16th. We're not sure of whether or not the march will be possible or not because we have to work in concert with the city on that. But the Rome Memorial Mass on January 16th with Bishop Burns, when we have that memorial to remember the children that have been lost to abortion and to pray for those who will come in the future, um, that is on the books at the cathedral. And then on March 20th, the Bishop's Pro-Life Dinner, where we all come together to celebrate the gift of life. So we are praying that 2021 brings us a bit of a break in the cloud, a bit of, a bit of sunshine um, in, in all of the limitations we've had in our ability to come together as a community. But thank God for technology. I mean, there's so many ways, and that's why I really encourage people to go on our website, ProLifeDallas.org, because the good work of Respect Life Ministry has not stopped. The mothers need us, the families need us, our students need us. None of that has stopped. We are just finding new and different ways to connect to effectively connect with people, particularly when we're heading into a uh, an election year, and you know we're offering faithful citizenship presentations. You can sign up for those, and we're happy to present those to any group at your parish, your group, your friends and family who want to learn how best to prepare for the coming election and how to be a good civic Catholic in our community going forward. Um, so there's all sorts of ways to stay connected to this critical mission. Yes, busy, busy. You guys have a lot on your plate. Uh, thanks so much. We covered a lot of ground in 25 minutes here. So Becky Vasoski, Executive Director, Catholic Pro-Life Community, ProLifeDallas.org is their website. Thanks, Becky. I think we covered it all, didn't we? I think we did. Thanks so much. I appreciate the time to chat with your listeners. Yeah. And everybody get out there and vote. Uh, Register to vote if you're not registered. Vote. And uh, uh, we'll see what happens on November 3rd. 
Thanks, Becky. Great talking okay. with you. Appreciate it. Thanks so much. All right. Bye. God bless. Boy, that was a cover a lot of ground there, Cecil. Oh, it really did. Yeah, they uh, they they need to do more. Oh, I yeah. Think. I don't think they're they, doing enough. I yeah. mean, they need to come up with more variety of events. You know. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Just get off their duffs and come on. Let's 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 get busy. Let's do something. Uh-huh. All right. So all right. So good to talk to ba- to Becky there and uh, Bill Kula is warming up in the bullpen and uh, we're going to talk to him about all things Catholic Brothers for Christ, the Experitus Conference that I only got to see a little bit of because uh, being out camping with my son, but what I saw looked very impressive. It was the Experitus event from St. Elizabeth and Seton Parish in Keller with Father uh, James Flynn. And so we're going to take a break now and come back. And don't forget, I still have two of those accesses to Thursday night's event. Um, you know what? I'll tell you what. Let, let's just make it easy. Okay. I know you said you, you think people need to call in beyond the <laughs> air. Let's just say so we don't eat into Bill's time with people calling in just to, you know, win tickets. If you want to go, just call up, uh, and uh, tell Cecil you'd like to go. Um, or I'll tell you what. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, let's uh, keep it simple. 877-757-9424. During this long break, if you want to you know, have access to the Abby Johnson, event this Thursday night. I think it's like 7 o'clock. It's the Mid-Cities uh, uh, Pregnancy Center in Ulysses, but you don't have to travel there. You just stay home. You watch it. Uh, if you'd like to have a, a $45 access to that, uh, just call 877-757-9424. 877-757-9422. I've got two of them left, and uh, we'll give it to you, and we'll come back and talk to Bill Kula right after this. Thank you for listening to the Guadalupe Radio Network and being part of the family. Families pray for each other. We would be honored if you would let us pray with you and for you. You don't even have to tell us your name. Just go to our website, grnonline.com, or call our prayer request line and leave us a message at 800-395-4008. That's 800-395-4008. We will be praying for you every day. Pray, the story of Patrick Payton is coming to theaters nationwide on October 9th. The film tells the inspiring true story of a poor Irish immigrant who set sail for America in 1928 with dreams of becoming a millionaire, but with the help of the most iconic celebrities of Hollywood, ends up spending his life championing the message, the family that prays together stays together. The miraculous true story of venerable Patrick Payton, his heroic life of perseverance and prayer, is coming to theaters nationwide on October 9th. For more information, PrayTheFilm.com. All KATH 910 AM listeners are invited to hear a talk by Dan Burke, president and founder of Avila Foundation. Burke will discuss spiritual warfare and the voice of God in a talk titled Setting the Captives Free at St. Anne Catholic Church in Capel on Saturday, October 17th from 9 a.m. to 1 p.m. The day starts with Mass at 8 a.m. at the parish, and the event includes a light breakfast and snacks. To register for the event, visit spiritualdirection.com backslash events. Loretta House in Denton is a pregnancy resource center that serves women dealing with unplanned pregnancies. They provide free pregnancy testing and free ultrasounds. Clients receive material goods like diapers, baby items, clothing, parenting classes, and more. Loretta House is an official apostolate of the Diocese of Fort Worth. All services are provided free of charge and remain completely confidential. Many babies are saved and many hearts changed. For more information, visit LorettaHouse.org or call 940-380-8191. Live the gospel of life. 
Join Bishop Burns on October 17th as we answer this call to imitate Christ and follow in his footsteps at the annual Respect Life Mass in the Diocese of Dallas. The Vigil Mass will be celebrated at 5.30 p.m. at Christ the King and will include a special blessing of children in the womb and everyone who works or volunteers in Respect Life Ministry. For more information, including live stream options, visit ProLifeDallas.org. Hi, this is Norma Duane with My Mutual Mortgage, a sponsor of KATH 910 AM. My husband, Bob, and I have been longtime supporters of the Guadalupe Radio Network. We are praying for our country and all that are affected by the coronavirus. The drastic fluctuations in the market have caused mortgage rates to drop to record lows. If you'd like an analysis of your current mortgage rate, payment, or term, we can be reached at 817-527-3166. That's 817-527-3166. My Mutual Mortgage is an equal housing lender, NMLS 12901. All right, we're back. This is the Good News Show. It's 20 minutes before 1 o'clock, and thanks for joining us. 877-757-9424 is a phone number. And in the time remaining, I am going to introduce you to Bill Kula. Bill works uh, as the Director of Communications for the, the Catholic Foundation, but he also is very involved with the Catholic Brothers for Christ, and they put on a big spring event, and then they also put on a smaller scaled fall conference every year. They have for the last several years. And it was last Saturday, and I was only able to participate a little bit, but I wanted to get a little wrap-up about it. And uh, in case you missed it, uh, hear what Father Flynn had to say and how the event went overall. So, Bill Kula, good afternoon. How are you doing? Good afternoon, Dave. Doing great today, and I am thrilled to hear that you got Wi-Fi all the way in your tent in Rome, Texas. That's awesome. <laughs> Isn't that great? Yeah, sitting there just watching Father Flynn, and uh, I didn't get to see the whole talk, but uh, I, I was very interested in hearing what he had to say. So tell us about the event. I know you all had to call an audible, and it was going to be in person, and then it became virtual, but uh, how did it go overall? Well, we, we did call the Audible, and I think we did the right play. Uh, we had a virtual event that was uh, based out of St. Elizabeth Ann Seton and Keller. We had um, about 20 men, very distant, uh, spatially related, uh, in the gym with our guest speaker. And uh, we were able to stream the event live on both our YouTube channel as well as on our Facebook. And that allowed for us to have a lot of engagement and uh, here in the next couple of minutes, I'll share with you some of the thoughts and ideas and things that were on guys' minds and some of the questions that they posed to our guest speaker, Father James Flynn. The event went uh, very smoothly. Uh, we had uh, a couple hundred total individuals that participated. We would have loved to have been in person, no, no question, but um, the good Lord opened up um, I, you know, really, really opened up so many doors for us to allow us to even have this virtual event. And so uh, we, we wouldn't let uh, the devil stop us from uh, helping bring men closer to their faith. Yeah, so the theme was something related to the armor of God. Can you summarize or maybe give us some of the highlights of what Father James Flynn spoke about at the, at the event uh, in the live stream? Yeah, absolutely. Uh, let there be no question the relationship here between the theme of wearing the armor of God in these challenging times and the fact that our guest speaker is a former uh, Army uh, combat veteran. Mm -hmm. And so Father James Flynn, who is at, as I said, St. Elizabeth Ann Seton and Keller, uh, what a blessing he was to be able to translate 
what it means for us to wear uh, and live as men in the armor of God. And so Father Flynn was able to share with us what that means in a number of, of ways. But I'd say that the big picture message was that when we are clothed in the armor of Christ, um, we are provided with uh, courage. We are protected and we are given added strength to be able to combat the darts of the devil and to combat the chaos of the world. Father Flynn uh, really took us into the foxhole of faith. He, he showed for us, including some personal examples, of, of the importance of being clothed in the armor of God. And when we're not, um, how susceptible we are to things that all of us do, and that's sin. And so by being clothed in the armor of God, he then went into a, a lot of detail and talking about, for example, you know, not that any one particular element is more important than the other, but he talked about the breastplate of righteousness, and he talked about how important it is to live a life of, of, of righteousness. And because he was speaking to dads and he was speaking to grandfathers and he was speaking to uncles and brothers, he used an example where he said, you know, those of you who have children, he said, don't at all be surprised to know that your children can pick out a fraud so quickly, it's not even funny. <laughs> and he said, it's, he says it's your actions and your attitudes and your words that are important, not just one, yeah. not the other. And he said, people see who, who you are. And so those were some uh, beautiful high-level uh, descriptions and guidance that Father Flynn gave for all of us who participated to uh, help us to walk closer in faith. Yeah. And uh, Bill Kula, by the way, joining us, talking about the recent Expertus Fall Conference uh, put on by the North Texas Catholic Brothers for Christ. You can find out more uh, on the the website I typically go to is ntxcmc.org. Bill, is that is that the best website, or is there another name for it? Is Yeah, we, we actually have two what I would call parallel websites, and the first one is NTXCMC, which is for North Texas Catholic Men's Conference that dates back to our early days of formation about nine years ago. So NTXCMC.org, uh, and you can also go to CatholicBrothersForChrist.com. Okay. And so uh, out at CatholicBrothersForChrist.com, which is the name of our ministry, keep in mind this this. Uh, toggles between both the Dallas and the Fort Worth diocese. And so we are, we are created uh, with the goal of helping to, for men to uh, build up the body of Christ together. And it's a very unique nonprofit that we have that serves our two largest dioceses in North Texas. It represents close to 200 uh, churches now. And so one of the one of the beautiful things that uh, we have men of so many talents on our team, and uh, you've met a gentleman on our team named Ralph Zaransky mm -hmm. many, many times. Yes. Not only, did, not only did Ralph shoot the video of our event, but Ralph already has four separate videos on our website and on our YouTube page. So anybody who did not have the opportunity to participate in our Expiritus, meaning of the Spirit, uh, fall mini conference this past Saturday from, from 9 to 11 a.m., you can go out to uh, CatholicBrothersForChrist.com and you can see uh, the four different videos. The way it's split up is you'll, you'll hear a bit of an introduction from our conference chair, uh, one of your key advertisers on the station, Dr. Kyle Eberlein, 
And then uh, you'll hear the Q&A from Father Flynn. Of course, you're going to hear the keynote remarks from Father Flynn. That's sort of the centerpiece of it all. Uh, you'll also see a video of one of our former spring conference chairs, uh, Deacon Paul Mahoney. And it's a reflection that Deacon Paul provided after Father Flynn's remarks. And then the last video you'll see is a Eucharistic adoration, obviously, that was uh, led by Father Flynn, which is just a beautiful opportunity anytime you're before uh, the Lord present in Eucharistic adoration. So those four videos are already available uh, to view on CatholicBrothersForChrist.com and also out on our YouTube page, which is also CatholicBrothersForChrist.com. Yeah, and I noticed on that website that there is an invitation for men to join the Catholic Brothers in prayer. There is a, a prayer warrior event every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at 730 uh, to pray the rosary. Maybe you can talk about some of the ongoing uh, opportunities that men have to unite with other men. And, and I'm thinking in light of this, Bill, you know, life was tough enough a year ago, but I think the whole pandemic and the crisis that we're going through, I mean, all the, the statistics show that, you know, domestic violence is higher, alcoholism, uh, addictions, pornography, you know, there's been, you know, up and down in unemployment and a lot of flux and a lot of things that could drive men into despair and all the more reason to find a group of guys that love you, will pray with you, for you. And so maybe just with that introduction, talk about how men can tap in uh, to the Catholic Brothers for Christ and get help, uh, especially in brotherhood. Absolutely, and it's one of the things that Father Flynn encouraged those who joined the meeting is saying, if you're in some type of despair, if you're going through uh, various obstacles in your life, whatever that might be, he said, let me encourage you to surround yourself with uh, guys like these uh, who are part of the Catholic Brothers for Christ uh, ministry. We, we come from you know so many different parishes uh, all across North Texas and a wide variety of ages and wide variety of backgrounds. We have individuals who have been lifelong Catholic Christians, others who are reverts, others who are converts, uh, some who have once been atheists, just like our keynote speaker once was. And, mm. and we might have an opportunity to talk about that in just a moment because it was a really uh, keen insight that uh, Father Flynn shared with us about his own faith journey before he became a priest. Um, but we do have opportunities for men to... Uh, be part of different prayer groups that we have. We have a couple of parishes, a uh, particular shout-out to uh, our, our brothers in Colleyville. They do such a marvelous job at Good Shepherd uh, Catholic Community where uh, on any given Saturday, uh, it's not just 10, it's not 50. They often have over 100 men that are praying the rosary together, wow. uh, uh, whether in person or in this time. Of uh, they maintain social distancing. They've also had uh, remote virtual calls. There's other churches that are doing that uh, as well. But we do have uh, prayer groups that are formed. We provide uh, a lot of resources, spiritual Catholic Christian resources on our website to encourage men to uh, get involved with us. We're more than glad to share examples of what other churches have done and how they have grown from a church where they didn't have a whole lot of connectivity from a men's faith-based parish ministry perspective to churches that are now alive and on fire in the Holy Spirit with a lot of different uh, groups, whether it be rosary, whether it be prayer, whether it be praying at um, 
uh, an abortion outside of abortion clinics, or if it's gathering remotely, uh, we also have a number of video-based uh, presentations that are accumulative uh, of uh, accumulation of all of the speakers who we've had over the last nine years, and we make those uh, remarks and videos available to men so that they can actually create small men's uh, study groups that are based on some of the teachings and the lessons and uh, that we've uh, had the, the, the blessing of being the recipients of, of so many wonderful national speakers and local speakers over the years. So a lot of those resources, uh, uh, you'll find those on, on, again, both the parallel sites, the ntxc.org uh, uh, and also the catholicbrothersforchrist.com. I had no idea Father Flynn was at one point, was he an officially an atheist or serious doubts or did he, te- he, he, he told some he, of that story, he, huh? He, he, he was. And, 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 you know, even though we had a virtual event yeah, and you might think, uh oh, virtual event, you're not going to have a lot of engagement. You're going to have people that are uh, having breakfast. They might be watching early college football discussion <laughs> on TV and, and the left eye and the right eye they're watching. But we had, at one point in time, there were two separate men. Uh, I was uh, one of a couple fellows that was looking at real-time questions that were coming in on the um, uh, Facebook and the YouTube feeds. Two separate men were very intrigued at what Father Flynn had to say about his own faith formation, and they wanted to know what caused him to convert to atheism and what brought him back to his Catholic Christian faith. Hmm. And I'm thinking, I can't wait for this answer. And here's the beautiful thing that he talked about. Um, he said it was really science, science that kind of confused and clouded his thoughts when he was a younger man. And he was having self-doubts about, you know, was there really a God? And this is before he had discerned the priesthood. Uh, he's a very proud uh, uh, graduate of uh, Texas A&M and, a, and, a, and the Fighting Aggies. And... He he remembered. There you go. Uh, he remembered. He remembered a uh, an image of his father, who himself was a three war Marine Colonel. Mm-hmm. And he said, "I was a younger man, and we were at church together as a family." And he said, "My dad, who was this big hulk of a guy, right? Yeah. Uh, he he. Uh, we were at mass, and he went up and he received the blessed sacrament in his hands." And he said, I remember, you know, following my dad, and he came back to the pew. And then he said, I looked to, to, uh, to my side, and my dad gently took off his eyeglasses, and he put his hands into his forehead. And I was almost picturing this image of, uh, of, uh, of, of sometimes we see some of the uh, how the popes are so intense with their prayer, particularly uh, Pope John Paul II. And I pictured him putting, and he said, I, I, I saw my dad put his his fingertips to his forehead and his eyeglasses were off, and he was just so deep, 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 deep in prayer. And he said, in that moment, he said, I saw humility in my father that I had never seen before. Mm. And he said, I just kind of put it to the side, and I held on to it. And he said, as I got deeper and deeper into despair, questioning whether there really was a God or not, that image of my father in prayer after Eucharist 
is what led me back to the Lord. Oh, wow. He said, because I knew, he said, I knew my dad loved us so much. He prayed for all of us, and he prayed for my mom, and he prayed for everybody. And he said, there's something more there. And so, get this, it was the image of his own father who was himself also uh, a military uh, veteran, uh, in the humility of his faith that he displayed before his children is what caused Father Flynn to uh, turn away from his, uh, sta- his belief in atheism and get more involved, open up the Bible, start reading more, praying more. And he said, and then the next thing you knew, the Holy Spirit tapped me and said, how about being a priest? <laughs> and so, you know, yeah, he, kept, he kept that in his mind. Off he went into the military and uh, and then college. And um, next thing you know, uh, the the discernment uh, for holy orders uh, filled his heart. But it all went back to uh, his father displaying his humility yeah. of faith. And it's interesting and that it that was, was just beautiful. Yeah, it wasn't a lecture. It wasn't his father sitting him down. And you know, these are all good things. But uh, it was just his father praying and had no idea that that was going to be the the tipping point for his son is that uh while he was maybe that was what he was praying about <laughs> turn my son around lord uh hey bill we got to go but uh thank you so much uh i i appreciate you being on uh People would never know uh, with how well you summarized everything that I only asked you to be on a couple hours ago, and uh, you're just such a consummate professional in all you do, and uh, thanks for your work with the Catholic Foundation and also the Catholic Brothers for Christ. You represent them well, and uh, I just want to direct everybody to the the website, uh, catholicbrothersforchrist.com. It's probably the easiest one to remember, catholicbrothersforchrist.com. There's a lot of resources there, including those videos that Bill talked about from last Saturday's event. Uh, Bill, thanks a lot really nice talking to you appreciate you being on with me thank you dave have a great day okay thanks and uh bill of course works with a big team of wonderful wonderful guys so thanks to all of them for all they do with the Catholic brothers for christ have a great rest of your monday we'll see you next week god bless you thanks for joining us for the good news show here on kath 9 10 a.m on the guadalupe radio network please join us next week at the same time for the next good news show Have you ever wondered why so many people tune into Catholic Radio? Well, the number one reason is because they want to learn about the Catholic faith. Another reason they tune in is for the live broadcasts of the Mass, the Rosary, the Divine Mercy Chaplet, and other devotional shows. And I know also many people tune in to hear about local Catholic events and activities. If you know of an event or are sponsoring one, let us know about it so we can tell everybody else about it too. Email me with the details, Palmer at grnonline.com. Hi, this is Dave Palmer. I'm happy to introduce you to a new sponsor of 910 AM. It is Catholic Life Insurance and their two local representatives, Larry Lenzen from Mary Immaculate Parish and David Walker from St. Monica Parish. Larry and David can speak with you about life insurance options as well as long-term retirement planning and annuities. And they both are committed to supporting the mission of Catholic Radio in North Texas. They can be reached by calling 972-484-3000. That's 972-484-3000. Hi, I'm Nick Weiss, a seminarian for the Diocese of Dallas, discerning my vocation at Holy Trinity Seminary. I invite you to support the Spes Gregis Seminarian Benefit 
which will be held virtually this year on Friday, October 23rd, and will be live-streamed on our Facebook page beginning at 7 p.m. that evening. We hope you will tune in for a night of celebrating the Spes Gregis, the hope of the flock. Visit HolyTrinitySeminary.org for more details on how you can support this benefit. This is John Martinoni of the Bible Christian Society. I'm excited to also be teaching high school apologetics with homeschoolconnections.com, an online Catholic curriculum provider and a sponsor of this station. Your student can meet with me and fellow students online for a live, interactive class. Whether you take apologetics with me, literature with Joseph Pierce, or writing with Aaron Brown, or any of the other 400-plus courses with homeschoolconnections.com, online Catholic learning for your homeschooling family is available for you. K-A-T-H, 910 AM, Frisco, Dallas, Fort Worth.